Welcome to the Fan Engagement Podcast by Genius Sports. I'm your host, Megan Kane. We'll chat with leaders from leagues, teams, brands, and broadcasters about different ways to engage fans and grow your organization. Today's guest is Ryan Cooney, the Director of Digital and Media at Hennessy. We explore why sports fans are such a great target for engagement and how to cultivate relationships with customers as an alcohol brand. Let's listen. Hey, Ryan. Thanks so much for joining me today. Hey, nice to meet you. Happy to be here. Nice to meet you as well. Well, let's just get started. Where are you? Where's your studio? <laughs> this is my, uh, my studio is my home office uh, in New Jersey, but I work out of the Moet Hennessy office in New York. Oh, that's great. New York's awesome. Uh, well, let's get into it. Can you tell me a little bit about Hennessy and your role within the company? Sure. So my current role on Hennessy is the director of digital and media. So effectively, my team is responsible for all things paid and owned. So the paid media strategy, all the consumer targeting, all the actual tactical media plans, and then the website, our CRM uh, database and all the emails and marketing emails we sent out, the um, the retail piece on our side. So as, as a spirits brand, we can't sell directly to consumers. So we work with the, you know, what we call third party providers of the world, the Drizzlies, the Instacarts um, to sell our products. And then also all of our social, so our um, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Sounds like a lot going on. Yeah, just a, just a couple of things, just a couple of things. So Hennessy in general is a big sponsor of sports. Why get involved with sports fans? Why is that a target for you all? So uh, for us, there's a couple of things. One, it's a huge passion point for our consumer. You know, we we have you know a couple of different targets across our brands, but definitely focused on younger, uh, you know, more multicultural consumers, and and we know especially. The NBA and boxing are two massive passion points for them. So we've had, you know, in the past, a, a long-standing partnership with Canelo Alvarez on his ascent uh, within boxing. We've done a variety of things there, from you know, experiential to digital to 3D out of home. So a bunch of different things there. And then also, we are the official spirit of the NBA globally. So that started as a U.S. partnership and then expanded globally. Um, and for us, we know that that's such a, again, a massive, uh, passion point for our consumers and sports also lends itself to consumption occasions, right? So whether that's moments pregame, during game, post game celebrations, you know, whether win or loss or whatever, whatever the, you know, ultimate scenario is an outcome, there's, there's a seemingly an opportunity for, for us to align ourselves with those consumption moments around sports. And we know they're just, you know, fans are super passionate about their teams. We also have 13 local team deals with the NBA. Um, in a variety of different markets. So we know there's a you know, ton of passion, a ton of excitement around sports, and it just really lends itself to some of these consumption moments and, and again, the celebratory end of it as well. Yeah, for sure. Sports can definitely bring out the passion in people. So we'll get to the NBA in a minute, but why delve into boxing? What sort of value have you seen for Hennessy through your partnership with boxing? Yeah, so again, for us, a huge passion point for our consumers, but also uh, our global platform has been for a long time, never stop, never settle. From a, from a communication standpoint. And the story of boxers often lends itself very nicely to that platform, right? So the journey that they've come, whether it's, you know, through adversity or how they grew up or, you know, after a loss, how do you react? How do you continue on that ascent? And you can see someone like Canelo, you know, coming from where he started to where he is now. And then a lot of athletes especially are branching out, you know, beyond sports into culture and to, you know, he has, he has his own, uh, RTD tequila, right, ready to drink, 
Um, you know, he's branched out into a lot of other partnerships. So, so for us, boxing, not only a key passion point and some of the things we talked about earlier, but also it really lends itself to that never stop, never settle journey and story. For sure. And boxing and the NBA are very different from one another, but I guess their fans probably share similar passions for certain players or certain boxers. How do you find unique ways to speak to fans in their own way and make sure their mar- your marketing pitch matches up with what they like to see in their sport? Yes, yeah, so I think it's just having it is much of an understanding about the sport itself. You know, you have a variety of folks, whether it sits on, they sit on our team or within our agencies that are super uh, adept at, you know, the, the cultural elements to each of these sports. So whether those are moments within the sports that we know, you know, we don't want to be the brand that's saying like, yay, sports, you know, you want to, you want to have the deeper understanding of the culture around it. You know, if you follow us on Twitter, shameless plug, but um, you know, we try to really engage fans in the way that they would, naturally engage, right? We don't want to be a brand speaking at you. We really want to, you know, speak as if, you know, what we say for our Twitter is like, we want to talk to you like we're part of the group chat, right? So, um, you know, understanding the nuance of the sports, understanding, you know, where an alcohol brand can, can actually be a part of it, whether that's a celebratory moment or, you know, showcasing a story or chronicling a journey or whatever it may be. Um, I think it comes with a, an understanding and expertise across our broader team of the sports themselves but also aligning with with talent helps too, right? So that's a Canelo. We've had a Russell Westbrook partnership for the NBA. So again, it's having that, that understanding of the cultural nuance amongst the team and then using that to drive relevance within, within those given sports and, and, and the platforms that we have. And now pivoting to the NBA, I know that you all are not only a local partner, you're a national partner and an international partner with the NBA. Why dive so headfirst into the NBA specifically? And how has that proven successful for Hennessy? Yeah, so again, outside of the stuff we already talked about with the crossover from a consumer passion standpoint, you know, for Hennessy, we've always been, you know, a big part of culture, uh, especially diverse and, and multicultural culture. Um, so we try to play at that intersection of sports and culture, right? We're less focused on what happens on the game. It's not about, you know, blocks or steals or, or rebounds really for us. It's more about, you know, the art, music, fashion, and all the kind of uh, adjacent passion points, right? So we've had the, the partnership with Russell Westbrook, I mentioned. He has, under the gift, his own fashion line. Victor Solomon is featured in our, our campaign called Unshattered, and he effectively takes pieces of basketball, right? So courts and balls and turns them into art. So he has a, you know, his own backboard and different variations of what he calls vessels. Their, their basketball is done in, in a super art, artsy and, and tasteful way. Um, again, so for us, that's really where we try to play more than, than what happens on the court. I think there's a lot of brands that either are more endemic to on the court. You know, I think also with the spirits brands a little bit more challenging to align yourself with performance. So for us, it is about the culture around it. And, and for the NBA, what, you know, we've have our, our platform, which is never stop, never settle. But within that, we talk about court to culture, right? Taking elements of, of what happens on the court and bringing that into culture, whether that's something with Vic or taking someone's drive or passion or, or things that they have within, you know, the way, for instance, Russell Westbrook plays and that he applies that same passion and drive to honor the gifts. So, so for us, the, and locally, we try to, scale that, um, you know, in the different markets, whether that's through bespoke out of home or radio or social, um, you know, really leveraging the team IP and, and the partnerships we have there to drive consumption around the moments for each team. And I know one of the teams that you work with is the Golden State Warriors. So I'm sure last year was a big year for you guys. How do you drive value through their championship? 
were you part of the celebration? Sometimes it actually is organic. Um, it, I don't think it was this past one, but you had, uh, you know, a couple of the, well, actually, no, the clay, clay this one was clay. He had his moment, um, you know, make sure, you know, have to say this, always drink responsibly, but clay uh, certainly was enjoying himself and, and had a lot of anything is possible quotes and things like that. I think it was Jordan Bell three years ago, whenever the Warriors had won their last title was celebrating with Hennessy. So sometimes, you know, it's, it's product seeding, you know, Moet, another uh, brand within our family, you know, often owns the post-game celebration where you, you know, the champagne spraying and the goggles and all that stuff. They do a really good job there. So, um, you know, it's not just a, a Hennessy thing. It is a larger portfolio play often as well. Um, so some of it is product seating, you know, and celebratory moments and messaging on social and things like that. But, you know, a lot of it ends up being organic, which is great because of Hennessy's position within culture, you know, players and and fans, et cetera, kind of associated with, with those moments. So we've seen some, some really uh, interesting at times, uh, organic pickup and PR and, and videos on social of, of post celebrations with Hennessy. And just getting back to speaking to teams or speaking to fans in their voice and figuring out how to balance that with your national marketing platform, how do you guys activate locally versus activating nationally and balance the two and kind of bring them into a cohesive story? Yeah, so everything is is under the same spirit of the NBA and, and loosely never stop, never settle platform. So nationally, we have our, our unshattered campaign I mentioned earlier with Victor Solomons that runs on TV, online video, you know, within social um, you know, more of the, the kind of that broadcast national TNT, ESPN, NBA TV of the world. Um, and then locally, you know, throughout the season, we'll typically have with our teams, you know, it's usually spirit of X, right? Depending on the spirit of the Nets or spirit of the Lakers or Warriors, depending on the team. So it all is, is under the same umbrella. And throughout the season, we'll have, you know, local bespoke out of home, radio, mentioning the teams and the partnership and driving to in-store you know, local social, we had social uh, throughout the playoffs as the teams, you know, were eliminated, we'd remove a market and, um, but, you know, really trying to hone in on, on that local connection with fans. So it is a balance. I, you know, I don't know that there's a, an exact science or percentage, you know, it comes down sometimes to budget and where you think you can make the most impact. So it is, you know, from us that, that mix of national and local to really drive the, the association with basketball in general. And how do you measure that impact? Like, how do you know where you're having the most impact and where to target more of your energy when it comes to these different local activations and national activations? So, you know, I think where we've seen the most success is in some of the um, some of the digital experiences we've built. Um, so we have two things that are you know related to the NBA. So the first one uh, was last year. Um, it was a platform we built called House of Moves. At the time, our our campaign had a, a slightly different name called Make Moves That Start Movements and really kind of honed in on Russell and, and Vic and their stories of, of kind of the, the moves that they've made. Uh, we created this digital experience, you know, kind of a, a metaverse light to some extent. Obviously, you didn't need a headset, but it was more on our website. And we had different points of engagement. So you had one floor was a gallery with all basketball related imagery. We had the NBA trophy, the finals trophy in there. Um, we had a bar. And then we had a first floor with a, a hologram performance from from an artist. So, you know, again, mixing that, uh, you know, music, art, fashion, all that stuff together. Um, we saw some really strong results of that. We saw people spend nearly five minutes, you know, with with our content on our website, which for us is tremendous. As we know, everyone, you know, will always hear, you know, attention span is 
six seconds or three seconds or, you know, for, so for someone to opt in, you know, click on something, give us nearly five minutes of their time was amazing. Um, so for us, that was a big win in shows. I think the power of what you can create digitally with some of the, the partnerships and content. The other one that we did more recently um, around All-Star this year. So obviously AI is, is the marketing and, and mainstream buzzword at the moment. So we actually brought uh, Alan Iverson together with AI to something we called AI Meets AI. So within our All-Star Weekend experience, we had um, an iPad for someone to go and, and check out um, this digital experience, which had a couple of different inputs. So you'd pick um, you know, your vibe, you'd pick your Hennessy, you'd pick your, um, you know, your specific uh, elements there. They're all inspired by Alan Iverson, right? So there were jersey swatches, elements of his jewelry and trophies and, and things that, you know, were very much, um, you know, related to him. He actually came to the experience, did the AI himself, and you took a, you know, a, a picture and a video in front of this screen that projected your AI court. Um, we did this as well for consumers at home. So now everyone can go to All-Star Weekend. It was in Salt Lake City, which is amazing, but we know there's a limited number of people that can attend the event. So we actually had that uh, at home for people as well. So through paid and owned, we made sure that we drove people to this AI meets AI experience. And we saw some really strong results with that as well. We exceeded all of our benchmarks by you know over 100%. Um, we had a ton of great pickup across paid and owned. Um, and, and people really engaged with it and, and shared their, tagged us in their arenas and shared them. And you know for us, it was really dipping our toe into um, the AI world and what it can do for you creatively. But it just really gave people an opportunity to create a personalized digital court, right? It had their name on it. It said AI meets AI. Um, so there were a lot of really interesting and different elements for us. And that took it out of just being, you know, a brand ad or a sponsorship or something it really gave you that deeper engagement, which for us is a, a really important piece of how to navigate partnerships like that. Because I think you can get caught up in just using the IP or just doing your brand ads, as I said. So. So for us, it's about pushing and trying to make that something a bit uh, more relevant and impactful. So I guess one of the final questions that I have for you is you've been with Hennessy for almost eight years now, and Hennessy and the NBA entered this partnership around two-ish years ago. Uh, how have you seen the NBA and Hennessy's relationship grow and change over those past two years? Has it exceeded your expectations? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think for, for us, um, one thing that we'll definitely be looking to do more is, is highlight some more of these local stories and local engagement with fans. Um, you know, the national partnership is great. You know, it gives you that credibility and resonance with, with basketball fans. But I think, you know, we all know that the passion really resides at a local level, whether you're a fan of the Lakers or Warriors, you know, you're less, you know, it usually goes what uh, players, teams, and then league, right? So, you know, whether it's individual players you're fans of or the teams or vice versa, but, you know, you're not necessarily saying, hey, I'm a fan of the NBA. You're saying I'm a fan of basketball, right? So the NBA gives you that larger credibility and allows you the, the opportunity to activate some of these key moments and, and partner with the league as a whole. But then I think the overlay of, of the local teams is for us something that we've seen some success with, you know, in, in driving some of the, the brand metrics and from whether it's from consideration or, you know, for us, a, a piece of it is driving just cultural relevance in general, right? So brand for me, um, you know, certain attitudinal statements that we look at from a brand standpoint. So for us, it's really continuing to evolve the partnership in the future and really, you know, dig into those local niche subcultures and things that happen at, 
you know, the fan level in, in these individual markets even further. And just from an overall perspective, how do you measure your sponsorship value of the NBA and of the different sports that you're involved in? Yeah, so it is that that sponsorship tracker that I mentioned. So we'll look at some of the key brand uh, metrics, whether that's, you know, awareness of the partnership, consideration, some of the other attitudinal things like, you know, brand value and, and cultural relevance or relevance in general. Um, so for us, it's, it's continuing. And again, we do it in waves. So usually it's season by season or for boxing, it might be fight by fight. Um, and you really try to make sure that you're seeing those lifts. And if you don't see a lift, then try to assess why was it the partnership? Was it the creative? Was it the channel? So you know, more often than not, the, the results are strong, but obviously you always, there will always be room for I think that wraps up all the questions that I have for you. Is there anything that I haven't asked you that you'd like to say? No, I think, I think that's it. Sweet. All right. Well, thanks, Brian. Thanks again for joining me. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Cool. Thank you so much. That wraps up today's edition of the Fan Engagement Podcast by Genius Sports. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Until next time, I'm Megan Kane.